Warning! The following episode is a spoiler cast where we, the Good Morning Guys, speak at length about plot points and intricate details within Marvel Studios' newest film, Avengers Endgame. If you haven't seen the movie, press the stop button now and go see it. If possible, go see it twice, then come back and join our discussion. From this point forward, there be spoilers afoot. You have been warned. One, two, three, four! Good morning, my avenging brothers and sisters. On this, our first GMG spoiler cast of 2019 with all four of us present. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we spoil the heck out of Avengers Endgame. In our former spoiler casts, we paired up and talked about video games with Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2. Also, a couple of us paired up to talk about Shazam, but today we are venturing into what could be the biggest movie in 2019, if not eventually, of all time, at least in terms of gross box office money made. I don't know if that's how you say that. But before we get into that, let me introduce our quadfecta. With me is the man who takes down fake news and spoilers like a rogue Hawkeye, a.k.a. Ronan, Patrick Novosel. I love you, 3000. Mm. Wait, hold on. Is that also, a spoiler? Did we say uh-oh. spoilers yet? <laughs> We've already said this is a spoiler cast, so it okay, is what it good. is. Also with us, a dude that can make us laugh in three words or less, like Rocket Raccoon himself, Ronnie Johantis. Iron Man dies. <laughs> <laughs> and next to him, the fantastic... That's spoiler cast, right? I mean, it is. It's in the title. We can do whatever we want. You should not have been listening if you did not want spoilers. Mark, you and should put like, to a little, him, little disclaimer, like disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast because we totally just spoiled it. <laughs> next to him... I didn't think there were any rules. The fantastic fellow with 80s music in his heart, much like Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord, Mark Boucher. It's a dance-off, man. It's a dance-off. And finally, I am Lucas Ham Swisher, a guy who, because of a mild case of dementia, doesn't need to drink away his bad memories like Thor, but isn't above playing some video games to distract himself a bit. And also, Captain America wields Mimilor and beats the crap out of Thanos. It's pronounced Mirmir. Meow 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 meow. Meow meow. If this is your first time joining us, welcome and Excelsior. I don't know why the Avengers Endgame spoiler cast is your first one, but hey, you're in for a treat. If this isn't your first time joining us, well, Excelsior again. So, guys, we're jumping straight into it. No updates, no GMG community cornery. We are only talking about Avengers Endgame for the next four hours. Three hours. Let's just do the length of the film. The next three hours and four minutes. Five minutes? Six minutes. Hope you've emptied your bladders. Yes, sir. I have. I have a cup next to me, so if I need to empty my bladder, Gross. it's good to go. Yes. So, uh, before we get into actually any more spoilers about Avengers Endgame, since we already just ripped the Band-Aid <laughs> right off. Thank you so much, Ronnie Johantis. Uh, before... You guys watched this glorious movie. Did you guys know any spoilers? This is confession time. I want to hear. So uh, I, uh, what was it, like four days before the movie. So it was like, I think it was Monday. um, And 
I had shut down Twitter. I shut down Facebook. I kind of shut down uh, Discord. I just stopped the notifications. I muted Endgame spoiler channels, uh, movie TV channels. Um, and I was, oh, I think it was 4 p.m. on Thursday. And my buddy texts me and says, oh, no. hey, here's four scenes uh, that uh, gives you an opportunity to go to the bathroom. And oh no! So they it showed the scenes for you to go to the bathroom. So he so, and and each scene was labeled with uh, what was going on, and then right below it was like the like you know a summary of that scene. And this was it wasn't like a text where he had like written it. It was a picture. So when he sent me a picture, I'm like, okay, what's what's he sending to me? And I look at it and I see two names on this list. I'm like. Oh, great you know like now i know they're gonna meet no well, who, so who was it it was just it was just uh tony stark and pepper Potts, and <clears throat> okay so obviously you know it was it wasn't a big spoiler but i was i was so close to get to not knowing anything about this movie yeah and, uh, so i kind of glanced at it and i looked away i was like you what i was like i hate you and he and he <laughs> responds you. he responds lol if you don't want to don't read it I'm like, then why did you send it to me? Jeez. And so I said, I hate you again. And he just responds, uh, you're the third person to tell me that today. I'm like, like the third person? Why are you sending this to everyone? You you know people terrible. don't want to be spoiled about it. Apparently he didn't learn nothing. One, why do, you send four, why do you send four options? Does someone really have to go to the bathroom four times during the movie? Um, I don't know. I stopped, I stopped drinking like three months ago, so I couldn't. Yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> right? Stop drinking months ago. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, that was the only small spoiler that I got. It wasn't All really right. a spoiler, but um, too much. I knew some things. Mm-hmm. Were you looking for I, him? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Couldn't couldn't wait, could you? Nope. You had you had to see. No shame. So what it. got spoiled for you? Yeah. What'd you well, I mean, what'd you looking dig for, up? That's all. That's that's on. That's all you. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I saw set photos. Um, I knew that they were somehow going to revisit the Battle of New York. And I and I pretty much, I mean, everybody surmised that this was going to be some sort of a time travel movie. So Yeah, I think that was pretty obvious. Yeah, that was one of our predictions last week. Now, obviously, I didn't know every little detail of the movie, and I tried to, you know, abstain from knowing every little point. Uh, right. Unfortunately, it freaking popped up in my YouTube feed. Because the uh, lovely little pirates out there were just like throwing it up there, and like I'm surprised yeah, the Marvel snipers weren't out there getting rid of them because they were. They did like not a, get all of them. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. like. What'd you see? <laughs> I loved I loved the title for for this video. It was, and it's funny that Ronnie mentioned it. Um, it said, "Iron Man death scene. Don't watch." <laughs> don't Jeez, watch. Yeah. We already gave it away, but don't watch it. <laughs> don't read this title. Oh gosh. Yeah, and I happened so, to see um a few days before the movie, um they had a huge leak um of a bunch of Yeah, I heard from about that. Movie. Um and uh yeah, it was it basically had like I think it was like Arabic subtitles on it. Um and so I'm sure. You, you read Arabic? No, I can't read Arabic. Oh, I was gonna say. 
but I mean the the, the actual dialogue was in English, so okay. But yeah, I didn't know every little detail of the movie. I was certainly surprised by certain things. Hmm. Ronnie, did you see any spoilers? No, I honestly did not. I don't think I'm like connected enough like to social media to really like come across all that stuff. And uh, actually, like three, uh, like three of my close friends, like all had seen it, and they didn't like say a single thing. So that was, that was nice of them. Right there. Good friends that are not hated by Patrick. Well, unfortunately, Ronnie, you're the only one that got zero spoilers because I also got spoiled. So. Last year with Infinity War, I did watch it on opening day, uh, but I didn't like shut myself off from social media. This year, I wish I would have shut myself off from social media. So just like you, Mark, YouTube failed me because I was searching on, I think Thursday or Friday, I was searching for spoiler-free Avenger Endgame reviews, and in the list of the spoiler-free, it gave me a spoiler spoiler Avenger review and the thumbnail was the Hulk putting on the Infinity Gauntlet. That is a risk. And I'm like, what did yeah, I just do? Yeah. I was playing with fire. But I put <clears throat> spoiler free and I thought I would be cool. So I saw that. And then also uh, I get an email every day from this this I don't know what to call it, but it's like a Wikipedia. It's like an Ask Jeeves mixed with Wikipedia where people ask questions about just random pop culture ask, things. Ask Jeeves is still around? No, no, no. It's like Ask Jeeves. So okay. people ask a question, and then a bunch of people answer the question, and they upvote the best answer. Uh, and every day I get something, and it shows random things. Usually it shows stuff that I'm interested in. Well, it was in my emails, and I was just looking, glancing through my emails. And in the past, when it's had spoilers for stuff, it gives a spoiler alert. Um, but this time... It did not say spoiler alert, and it said, so, in Avengers Endgame, when Tony Stark dies, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, Jeez. I also knew that Tony Stark died. And then, today, do you guys remember, Patrick, when you posted about uh, asking questions for this Endgame spoiler cast? Oh, no. Oh, gosh. So, you know how we started posting... Uh, Avengers gifts just for fun after you posted that because people were supposed to ask their questions in the end game spoiler channel so we just started yeah. you you two both did an Avenger gift an old one, an old one. yeah old yep. ones well I wanted to do the one with uh, oh Doctor gosh strange that says <laughs> searching alert. for gifts you got a spoiler there <laughs> yes so <laughs> I put in Avengers spoiler alert thinking I would get the one with uh Doctor Strange or something where it says spoiler, spoiler. Well, yeah. the first picture was that, and so I clicked on it to copy it. Right next to it was a GIF that showed Thanos and Tony Stark using the gauntlet. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And I was just like, welp, there's that. <laughs> so That's your own fault on both of those. <laughs> it, it is my own fault. I mean, it's my own fault and just my recklessness thinking that I could get away with it. Very but reckless. I will say... Knowing everything that I knew, it did not matter because this movie was simply amazing. Like, I loved it. And before we get into the dirty details and talk about our favorite scenes and the things that happened, what was your overall feeling after watching the movie? Uh, For me, uh, this was the 
biggest emotional ride uh, I have ever been on for a superhero mm. film. Uh, so true. It hit it hit all the feels like you know like sadness, happy you know there's action you know it was, surprise it was unbelievable yeah, yeah it was so crazy um, how they were able to have like a really tender scene and then naturally throw in a joke that just really lightened the mood it didn't feel like it was it was just so natural um how they did that from scene to scene um and it was like they would bring you it would bring you all the way down it would be gut-wrenching rip your heart out and then the next scene they'll make you feel good again and it was just like oh it's a roller coaster it um, was, but it was a good roller coaster. Like nothing like you're you're, you're gonna your stomach Not just throwing up upside at the down end. and wants to throw up. You know, this was like a roller coaster that you wanted to ride over and over again. Uh, yeah. It was just so good. Absolutely, to say this was a, a cinematic event is is putting it lightly. Honestly, like every emotion you could think of, I certainly went through it when watching this movie and they did such a good job of making it a very atypical superhero movie and in the fact of you know the aftermath of the snap and and losing half of uh life in in their universe um what is that like you know what Mm -hmm. what would they go through um how would life continue after that point and it's it's very atypical in the fact that like, what do superheroes do when they've lost? Yeah. Um, typically, a lot of superhero movies they win in the end, and obviously, this one ended up that way. Obviously, but um, but starting out, they've lost. They've lost big, and and so that's that's just so atypical and interesting to see. Um, and yeah, like like Patrick said, you know, there was fun, there was humor, there was action, there were some really tough parts to watch. There were some great um, closings to to stories that we've seen over the past 10, 11 years. and they and they did such a good job of ending those stories, but mm-hmm. yet allowing things to go on. Um, for sure and and so i man this is this is an incredible movie and i and i think i mentioned this in the in the uh end game spoilers chat um this is my number one mm, nice easily ronnie now. how'd you feel about it <clears throat> i think i'd actually feel almost the same way like i love this movie uh, i thought it was awesome um even somebody like myself who's seen like uh, maybe like 11 or 12 like Marvel movies or whatever, like the movie was so good. Um, I will say like the Marvel movies that I have seen like came in real handy <laughs> during that movie. Yes, uh, like, definitely. The first two Avengers, like those were like, those were a big part like of the movie. Yeah. They basically went back in time to that. Um, but I, I really, really liked it. Um, especially like me, you know, I haven't seen like Civil War or I think there might be one or two other movies that like um like Iron Man is in like I still like watching the first two movies and then the Avengers movies like had like an attachment to the character you know what I mean yeah but um it was awesome it it really was good i i actually one thing that i took away from it that i thought was the most interesting is never in my life have i ever heard a theater so quiet mm. 
<clears throat> at that main spot, like it was um, so silent that it was noticeable, I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Really, really good. Nice. So with that, I think we've all kind of mentioned that the movie was just a roller coaster ride of emotions, of joy, of sadness. Um, and I think the opening and kind of connecting with what uh, Mark was alluding to, that the opening was so, it just hit you so hard. It reminded me of the beginning of Up, uh, where Hawkeye loses his family. Um, and it's definitely a moment. As soon as I saw the arrow hit the tree and he was with his family, and I'm like, they're all going to dust up and it's just going to be him. But when it happened, when you like witnessed the loss of his family, man, that was gut-wrenching. And that was the first, oh. that was the first time I teared up in the movie of yeah. of many times uh, I teared up. Well, it was just like it was just like a continuation, you know, like it was the end of Infinity War. They had you feeling a loss. I mean, the Avengers lost, you know, half of the population is gone, you know, Spider-Man uh, gone. Uh, almost every single one of the Guardians of the Galaxy gone. Yeah. Uh, and you see everyone just they're just like disappearing and they start this movie off with the same way they're like hey you remember that feeling you had at the end of infinity war here's more of it here feel it again like right into it uh they have you know like hawkeye is is right there and daughter disappears his family disappears yeah and i'm like and as a as a as a father as a husband you know i'm like oh no this is is this the way the movie's gonna be i'm gonna feel like so emotional on this yeah. movie, you know, like 21 movies I've watched. This is the 22nd movie and I've been invested for almost a third of my life and you're giving me more, more heartache. Oh, they were just like tugging at my heart, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, the night, the cool thing about going to the movie theater here, um, in a college town like this, um, Especially, I went on opening night. Um, I know Pat, you went on opening night. Um, but yeah, College Town on opening night is you get a lot of really excited college students, twenty somethings, that are really pumped to see this movie. And yeah, it was like super silent. And and the thing is, like Marvel has done this to us not once, not twice, but four times. They did it in the initial dusting at the end of Infinity War. They mm-hmm. did it in the post credit scene when uh, Fury and Maria Hill dusted. Yeah. They did it in Ant-Man and the Wasp when uh, Hank and um, I am for Janet um, got dusted. And um, Hope. I'm, all I can Hope, remember is yeah. the character names. Hope. Yep. Hope. Uh, they all got dusted. And then, sure enough, the beginning of this film, you see more people get dusted. They did this four times to us, and it emotionally resonates just the same. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that like we were in the theater and we were watching, and I pretty much knew that his family was going to disappear. Um, yeah. But uh, you could hear audible, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Kind of in the background as this was happening. And it was such an incredible way to start the movie. Just cold open, dead silence other than this exchange between um, between Clint and his family. 
Um, just a brilliant way to start it. And just putting it, put, setting things up on an emotional low, basically. Yeah. And it didn't stop there because from there we go to uh, Tony Stark and Nebula. They're on the ship kind of floating in space and they just continue to pile on the depressing nature of where they are, the yeah, situation they're in. So rough. And uh, was there anything else from the beginning of kind of the setup for just what dire straits they were in that you guys? I mean, they look, they they made Tony look like emaciated, like he was oh, yeah. skinny. You know, Marvel's yeah. so good at 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 making characters look skinny, and like just like back in Captain America, first first Avenger. Um, yeah, I mean, like it was just he just looked like he hadn't eaten for three weeks yeah you know he's lost all his muscle mass and he's pretty much he has no energy he's just laying down talking to pepper hopefully she would listen to all of his audio clips and all man it was just like rough yep like it was just there's no there's no saving uh iron man at this point it was just like oh my gosh and there's the one point where Nebula just like picks him up and just like sets him in the chair and like one of the captain's chairs. Yeah, I thought he was like, man, he's, like gonna, he's dead. He's gonna die right here. Yeah. Right here, right now, croak. And then the bright light comes. Well, that'd have been a rough start. <laughs> yeah, if Iron Man died within the first Jeez, ten minutes. Yeah. That would have been terrible. Now they must have but, received some sort of like a transmission from space to be able to find where Tony and Nebula were. Um because I mean, sure enough, Captain Marvel just shows them. up. Yep. Yep. Then takes him back to Earth. They have a little powwow. Tony Stark is. And Captain America says, "Let's go get that son of a bleep." Yeah. Pretty much everybody's <laughs> like thought. that, and then Tony Stark's language. like, "I'm not interested." Yeah, his language I'm... filter just drops in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really does. That's for sure. And so that's when they go after Thor. And in hopes of getting the jewels, the Infinity Stones they go back. After Thor? Huh? Did they go after Thanos? How did I say Thor? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. They do. Uh, yes. Later they on. twist. Thor's the bad guy. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Surprise. No, I'm just kidding. Thanos. Yes. So they go after Thanos. They find out he's on the planet. Uh, the garden. He's at the garden. And uh, not the Madison Square Garden, but the garden. The garden. And. Uh, they they confront him. Now, what did you guys think was going to happen when they confronted Thanos? Did you think there was going to be a little little scuffle, little fight? I was not prepared for them <laughs> to do what they did. I know, right? I thought it was going to be a massive battle. Like at that point, like <clears throat> like didn't know that like the glove wasn't on, like all that stuff. Like he just assumed they were going to fight the same guy that just defeated all of them. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And instead, he's like limping around. Half his body is fried. And you're like, what happened? You haven't healed up in three weeks. It, it did remind me. Somebody posted a uh, a meme. And it was like <clears throat> like Shrek living at like Shrek's house. Like, and it was like Shrek walking in his garden or whatever. And then they posted like a clip of, like, uh, of Thanos doing the same thing. He's basically living exactly like Shrek. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you probably could have put All-Star Shrek over, the, over <laughs> yeah. him in the garden. <laughs> no, but I was not expecting <clears throat> Thor just to 
just to lop his head off. Oh man, that was I mean, this crazy. is in the first few minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, that that I'm like, what is the rest of the movie going to be about? I know, right? <laughs> they just killed him. I I'd never then, thought about him disintegrating the Infinity Stones using the Infinity Stones, and he's like, oh. they're gone. I am the inevitable. Sorry about your luck. Yeah, and at that point, they're just uh, to them all hope is lost. Like, there's no way yep. of undoing it. So the only way that they can feel better about it, especially Thor, where he, you know, jacked it up the last time, you know, Thanos is like, you should have gone for the head. Well, sure enough, went for the head. Yep, and just lopped it. They they cut off his arm, and then they cut off his head. And I was just like, wow. (laughs) Okay. I didn't see it being that easy, but it was that easy. Yeah. Need that Staples easy button. Yeah, that was easy. So then it fades to black and then tells you that it's five years later. And it gives a new situation, a new normal for the Avengers. So, Patrick, what did you think about that? As the as they kind of got us caught up on five years after the fact, they've lost all hope. Uh, what kind of stuff jumped out at you in, in that time? Well, when when I saw five years later, I'm like, wow, they're doing a time jump. And then they do that aerial shot of New York, and it was just not taken care of. No. You know, there's the, the Mets stadium. No baseball. Uh, was just, there's no baseball. Every, there's cars and garbage everywhere. And it's crazy because 50% of all human beings and all life is gone. And, I mean, that's that's how can you continue on uh when half of the people are gone uh it's just it was it was insane uh you know they they i think right right then they go into captain america doing like a support group yep uh Can't from Joe Russo. five five years later uh, you know they're doing support groups you know because there's so many people that are gone yeah um I, I could i could see like five like five weeks later maybe they're having that same you know, like, what do we do? But it's five years later and nobody can move on. It's insane. Yeah. I thought, I thought the, to the, the passing of the five years and the, the press, the depressing nature that they showed was one thing. But on top of that, like when they revealed that Tony had a daughter, uh, the dad in me was just like, I kind of shed it. Like I was happy for him. Like, and I, and I kind of shed a tear cause I was like, oh my gosh, he, he had a kid. And uh, I thought that was really cool that they yeah it they it, it was him. kind of a callback yeah oh, sorry it was kind yeah. of a callback to Infinity War yep, right at the when beginning he was walking in the park and said he had a dream uh, right before yeah they were talking about having kids and having a future um, and so I'm I'm assuming it just it happened then I'm I'm assuming Pepper Potts was pregnant at that time and she hadn't told Tony yet right uh, because she was like five years old yeah. yeah. Man, Tony Stark is a dream master because <laughs> he has a dream he about is. something and then it comes true in some and way. And then it happens. <laughs> yep. That but, is true. Yeah, and she's wearing the little yeah. Iron Man, the, the Iron Man uh, yeah, helmet. Yeah, she comes out of the, the little house <laughs> with the helmet on. Uh, what about other characters in after the five years have passed? What did you guys think of Professor Hulk? Oh, that was hilarious. That was weird. That was hilarious. <laughs> It's hilarious. You thought it was weird, Patrick? It was a little strange hearing his his normal voice with the huge Hulk body. (laughs) Yeah. He's making jokes. I'm like, like, 
up to up to this point, you know, like everyone is so somber and there's no future. There's nothing left. I mean, Nat's crying almost all the time because she can't cope. Right. Um, and and then they show Hulk, uh, you know, half Bruce Banner, half Hulk. And uh, he's like happy go lucky. He's wearing like taking a pictures, taking selfies. <laughs> yeah, still got those glasses on. Like I don't know why he needed the glasses just to make himself look like Bruce Banner. I don't know. Uh, but it was just like he was just doing photo ops and saying you know like peace. You know, trying, yeah. trying to have a good good old time. Um, which was which was stark contrast to what where everyone else was. Yeah, it was yeah, mentally. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yeah, and I mean with with um, the Professor Hulk. Uh, thing it's it's it was basically just Banner and the Hulk meeting meeting halfway. Um, he talked about like you know eighteen months of gamma treatment and basically hashing things out with the Hulk and he's like I used to consider this thing a curse something I needed to cure yeah sickness yeah but then you know I I basically reconciled it um, and so that was basically the meeting halfway between him and Hulk. Um, so, which, I mean, it was interesting. It's based on the comics. There is a Professor Hulk um, mm-hmm. in the comics. Um, so, I, I thought it was hilarious. And to basically hear Mark Ruffalo's voice. <laughs> I know, through Hulk, like normal voice. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, it was great. Now, another character that might have gotten your guys' attention was Fat Obese Thor. Good How'd night. you guys like that? <laughs> that that guy. If you're a Thor fan, if Thor is your favorite superhero, favorite Marvel character, uh, if you're a female that was looking for <laughs> that hot body right? Thor, yeah. he you were is sadly disappointed. Eye candy, and he was not in this movie. I mean, he never at came all. into this movie. Like, yeah, he he was tough and lopped off the dude's head. He'd lopped off lopped off Thanos's head at the beginning, but most of the movie he was fat Thor. Yeah, and his suit. It just it just looked like he had a big huge gut. Because <laughs> he did. I don't think there was like I think the funniest part in the whole movie is where Tony Stark calls him Lebowski. I was like, Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Ronnie, <laughs> I'm awesome so glad reference. you brought that up. Because while I was watching it today, uh there were no Brazilians laughed at that joke. And then my wife and I are like we're like busting at the seams laughing so hard. It was that Lebowski joke and then also yeah. the build the build a bear joke when yeah. Stark refers to the raccoon or <laughs> refers to Rocket as Build a Bear. We laughed yeah. so hard and nobody else laughed because they did not understand. We don't have Build a Bear here, so you know. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, uh Thor's biggest adversary at that point is Noob Master sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, was funny. I was so happy to see Meek and what's the other one's name? Cork. Cork. Yeah, Meek and Cork. Hey guys, what are you doing? Playing little <laughs> games here. Hey, hey Thor. Yeah. Yeah. New Master Sixty Nine song. So there's yeah, that whole scene when they're trying to get Thor to come help them, and uh, <laughs> Rocket just like, we have beer. <laughs> and then oh. Thor just responds, "What kind?" <laughs> yeah, but it cuts to it. So. Uh, during after the the five years has passed, there's obviously there's like I, I love how there's a mix of depressing and just high spirits jokes mixed with reality. Like I just love the world they've built with Marvel, this MCU, where it's never one or the other; it's always both now. And uh, from there, we transition to the return of Ant Man, and he comes back from the quantum realm, 
It's been five years. I will say that. Shout out to the rat. I was say, I'll never oh, look yeah. at a rat the well, same way ever again. I've heard people say. Do- Dr. Strange's one scenario. He's like, oh, there's this rat that will just is just going <laughs> to turn on yeah. the time machine or turn on the quantum realm machine. And that's how it's going to work. I read a meme that said Splinter saved Ant-Man. Or Splinter saved the world or saved the Avengers or whatever. Nice. <laughs> and uh, referencing to the rat. Yeah, that was so funny. Uh, but I will say that I teared up also when uh, Scott Lang, when Ant-Man reunited with his daughter. As a dad, I was just Ooh, like, that was um, a moment. Older daughter. And older, yes. Yes, much. Five, however old she was. Uh, she looked like, it looked like more than five years passed. Because I remember an Ant-Man of the Wasp. I didn't think she was that old. I thought she was like seven. Yeah, well, she was like nine, maybe. Maybe nine. Maybe maybe ten. She looked so older she than 14. Like 15 years old. But, yeah. Anyways, so Ant-Man shows up. And brings up good old-fashioned time travel through the quantum realm. Uh, more specifically, time heist. Time heist. Time I loved how heist. they called it time heist. <laughs> I will say I was sad that his friends from the Ant-Man movies didn't show up at any point in the in the flick and give a little story. But I was glad that he called it a time heist. So, uh, Mark, in the setup for the time travel, and even we can jump into the time travel itself... What were some of the scenes and the things that happened uh, in that transition when they were kind of getting ready for the time travel? And we can go right into the time travel itself. What did you, uh, what'd you, what'd you like about that? Well, a couple things need to touch on. First off, man, were they bashing the crap out of Back to the Future? Oh, <laughs> they were bashing the crap out of every single time movie in existence. They were like, you all did it wrong. And here's why. It's like, did, <laughs> the, uh, what was it, Tony, Tony, or maybe it was Hulk? I can't remember. It was like, hey, uh, does does everything you know about time travel come from Back to the Future? Yeah. In movies, <laughs> they're like, yeah. I think it was Rhodey too. He was like, yeah, that's right. It's like, yeah, yeah that's wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, the the real hard part was, you know, uh, well, first off, I guess the, when they try to send Ant Man um, through the quantum <laughs> realm. And he yeah. comes back like as a baby, and then as like, or as a teenager, and then a baby, and then an old man, and he's like, uh, I think somebody, what is it? Somebody wet myself, or somebody peed myself? But I don't know which one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, and then of course Tony shows up and fixes everything because he suddenly solves time travel. Yeah. Which was a which was like one of those scenes that was very important when he was sitting on the couch uh, with Pepper, yeah. and he's like he's like I figured it out, you know, and uh, he's like he's like I can just stop and put it away and never think about it again, and Pepper's like you know you'll be able to sleep, but will you be able to rest? Yeah, and that's true. At that when when, you know, when she asks that that way, he's like no, I can't, you know, like I got to do this. So that's when he shows up. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, when Hawkeye, um, when they actually attempt it, when they try to do quantum realm travel the right way, um, and they send Hawkeye, who he he basically volunteers, um, and he goes right back to the farm um, and, you know, happens to call out his his daughter's name. And um, just as soon as he does that, he's right back. That's mm-hmm. that's like dangling the carrot. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. But uh, right, yeah, and he he brings back his uh, kids' gloves, so they know that they can bring stuff back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yep, it was a good test, but a heartbreaking. I also thought test. it was. I also thought like it was kind of heartbreaking too, but it also like gave hope to him. You know what I mean? Like I told oh, him yeah. like it That's gave true. him hope. Like hey, I can have them again. Yeah. Uh, so he like came away like more positive, even though that specific yeah. situation was rough. That's true. I th- I did think he reacted better than I thought he would. I thought he would be like mad. It's like why'd you bring me back? I just wanted to stay there. Big <laughs> picture, buddy. Well, he saw it though. He saw the big picture for sure. So once they tested it out, they did some time traveling. What'd you guys think of the locations and what happened when they were at those locations? First of all, it was really cool how they went back to straight like was it New York there? Like, yeah. First Avengers <laughs> movie. Some, yeah, so some hilarious stuff happened in the middle of that. Like, first of all, they're all standing in that alley and the actual like Hulk from that time period runs through. <laughs> I like, love tearing it. Tearing everything apart and they're all watching him. <laughs> Yeah, he keeps stomping on a car. Yeah. This is so gratuitous. Ah, <laughs> so, so, yeah, ah. so then he tells me, he's like, I don't know, what does he say? Like, do, do Hulk stuff or do, like, smash yeah. some stuff or something? So he, like, puts a, he, like, just act, like, hits this little car a little bit. Like, and it puts a little dent in. And he, like, flips something over. He's like, ah. Yeah, and rips <laughs> like, He's pretending to be Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, the, the crazy thing is, like, the fact that they they pinpoint you know the points that they have to go to, and the fact that three stones are in the same area on the same day, basically, is, yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, and I really, uh, I thought part of me was like, why in the world would you go to during that time during the craziness and during uh, the first Avengers movie? Because there's so much going on, and but I loved during that during that whole. That part of the time travel, I loved how they showed kind of what what happened after uh, they caught Loki at the end of Avengers. Like you know how in the the movie they surround him and they're and he's like, "I'll take that." I forget what he says. I'll take I'll that. I'll take that drink now. I think. Yeah, I'll take that drink now. And mm-hmm. in the Avengers movie, it cuts, but in this one, it kind of showed behind the scenes and it showed some people getting drinks. Uh, it showed showed them all getting into the elevator and they're like, "No, Hulk, you can't get in the elevator." Too and he's like, "I hate stairs. the stairs." Yeah, too many stairs. <laughs> and uh and then uh Captain America in the elevator, very reminiscent of Winter Soldier, uh when he's in the yeah. elevator with all the and the when the part where he whispers into the dude's ear, "Hail Hydra." I was like, "Oh, shout out to the comics where probably some of the greatest outrage that's ever happened with Captain America where he apparently is actually evil and hail hydra and all that stuff but i thought that was so smart you know yeah they i mean they can retcon whatever they want but i thought that was such a cool thing that they did and i i was like is he seriously gonna beat the crap out of all these guys again uh but instead (laughs) he takes the peaceful route and then fights himself with that though (laughs) yeah i would have been okay with that too for sure no, I think they just they did so many things like within that time travel that were awesome. Like, yeah, if you think of like the other paths, like Tony's path. So like when he runs across like his dad, like, oh, dude, that was incredible. That was that was incredible. Yeah, that was a crazy, crazy scene. Um, and it's one of those things like I, I like didn't notice like that that was his dad right away. And then he got like closer and I was like, holy crap, that's his dad. That's his dad. <laughs> like I just yeah. didn't expect him to like run into him like. I don't know if anybody saw that one coming, but it was pretty cool. Which, no. just previous to that, final cameo from Stan Lee. That's true. That was, was I could barely recognize him. They like put a wig on his head, and he was like younger looking. Wait a minute. Well, what part was his cameo? I don't even know if I... You see this guy driving really fast in a vehicle, and he goes, uh, Make love, not war. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Stan Lee. 
That was his I last cameo. Them. That's the last one they filmed. Huh. So that's crazy. But yeah, I, Ronnie, I loved that that whole conversation between uh, Tony and Howard Stark. Like, I, that was another moment where I kind of teared up. Like, just just the impact yeah. that that conversation had with with Tony between he and his dad. That was so cool. For sure, it was. I mean, they just did that. They did that all around, like in all three. Like, was there three different teams? Was it yeah. three different teams? Three different well, teams, and it, well, like, and that was that was the fourth location. Yeah. Something special did happen. Like in all Thor of them. with his mom, like that was so cool. Like how he got to uh, talk to her. Yeah, and I think she had one of the best lines in the movie when he interacted with his mom, where she was like, she said something to the effect of, "A hero isn't decided by what he's done, but who he is." Like it's the whole idea of we're not defined by our, our failures, what our failures were, but what yeah. what we are now. Like I love that whole conversation. And how she's like totally aware he's from the future. She's like, my present son is definitely not that fat and gross looking. <laughs> like she didn't say that, but that's pretty much what she said. What did she say? She mentioned something about being. She's a. She comes from a. <clears throat> she's, of she's a witch. Or something like that? Yeah, yeah. She. Her families are witches, which I didn't remember that from the other Thor movies, but. Yeah. So that was cool. How about uh, the Soul Stone, with Black Widow and. Hawkeye. Oh gosh, that was rough, dude. Man, that was a rough one. That was rough. Now you, you knew, all, like, we we all knew it was going to happen as soon as they went for the Soul Stone. We're like, you can yeah, only get it by sacrificing someone. We knew, but it's like they had to like walk in unknowing, like you know what I mean, like yeah. The and whole it, idea right. of that was rough. That was so heart wrenching, and man, that whole contrast between you know, I was thinking about when Thanos sacrificed Gamora in Infinity War. And when you contrast that with how Hawkeye and Black Widow dealt with the sacrifice, how they were both stopping each other, fighting for the other not to sacrifice themselves, and the back and forth, it was just so powerful. Uh, who did you think was going to die in the end? Did you guys lean one way or the other, or did it come down to the wire? I think if no, I thought I thought Nat was going to die. Yeah, the I just because. With Hawkeye and his family, yeah, he's doing it for his I family. He, that whole family and, uh, thing, yeah. And the, and also, I mean, I think a Hawkeye is is going to have a TV show um, on the Disney <laughs> streaming service. So I was like, well, he's. I don't think he's going to die. You know, Nat's going to die. You know, yeah. Only because only because of well, that. Not not necessarily the back and forth between them, but. I thought she was, yeah, I thought Nat was going to die. I just die. thought his story was more powerful. Like, his background, his history, like, the family was a huge thing. So, if I had to pick going yeah. in which one was going to go, I would have said Black Widow. Well, apparently they're going to explore her backstory. Yeah. she is getting her own movie. So, uh, which She's obviously a prequel. is now, now a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah, that'll be a cool origin story. Yeah, they only touched on her origin story, I think, in... Uh, in Age of Ultron, yeah, it was like I want to say Civil War. Yeah, they touched on an Age of Ultron, and I think it would be—I would think it would be an interesting backstory to to revisit. Get to learn but a that bit whole, more about Budapest. Budapest. Yeah, that whole that whole scene was—I I think my wife said that was the one she cried the hardest. Like where she, it got her just emotionally the most was the was the death of Black Widow. I have to so, say, big big shout outs to um, actor's name is. Uh, I believe it's Mar- Ross Marquand. Um, he was basically taking the place of Hugo Weaving as Red Skull 
Oh, that was a different person? Yeah, it's a completely different person. Dude is incredible at at impersonations, um, doing impressions. So, yeah, they didn't get Hugo Weaving for Infinity War or... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, he does a great job, um, which if you've watched um, The Walking Dead at all, um, Ross Marquand is um, Aaron. Um, I don't know if you remember him at all. No. He was the the one the gay character on the show. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but um, I know there's a few gay characters on the show, but the one the one gay guy, I guess. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, he did a great job um, as Red Skull, and yeah, just that whole scene of them fighting with each other, and then Nat eventually saying like, "Just let me go." Um. And the emotional impact, even after the fact, the fact that he got, you know, once it all went down, he, Clint suddenly wakes up and he's at that pool and he's got the stone, but he's realizing how much it cost. Yeah. And he just. Well, I think too, even like right after that, when he, <clears throat> like when they all went back in the time machine and they're all standing there and she didn't come back with him. And yeah. Like that a couple was... different people were asking him like, where's she at? And he just like, couldn't even talk. Like couldn't say anything. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, that I, I will say, like, Patrick, like, nailed it. was like, man, that movie was, like, highs and lows. Like, once you're, like, on a high, you're like, yeah, man, but lows is like, oh, jeez. Yeah, and I think overall their their use of the, the, their whole use of time travel, the way they dealt with it, um, I have to say it was really well done. Uh, I was very skeptical before going in. Um, I While I am a fan of time travel, the fact that it always breaks down and there's always inconsistencies, you know, I love back to the future movies, but at the same time, you know, it's so convoluted sometimes, but I thought they did an incredible job with the time travel. Uh, and I loved their, just their, the nostalgia and the shout shout outs to the past movies and stuff. Uh, so good. So they're successful. They bring back all the infinity stones, but during all that time, one part that I was not expecting was, how they were building up for past Thanos to find out what was going on. Uh, I was very surprised by the connection that Nebula had with her past self and how through that uh, Thanos found out stuff. Uh, yeah, that and that was, that was that was very interesting and, and led to, of course, the, the most energetically charged, crazy hour of movies and films that I've, I feel like I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but before we get to that, they have the Infinity Stones. Did you guys? Who did you guys think was going to do the snap to bring everybody back? Did you know? I mean, I knew already. So, <laughs> did you guys have an idea of, you know, who's going to do it? Who's going to snap? I honestly, I had no clue. I mean, when I saw the the gauntlet, I was like, well, that's big enough, basically, for Hulk. <laughs> I actually thought it looked too small for Hulk. When he picks it up, it's actually more uh, Tony Stark size, and I'm like, how's that going to fit on his hand? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it's Hulk. I, yeah, I don't know if I would have guessed Hulk, though, honestly. Yeah. Like, you don't take into account the whole, like, gamma rays thing, I don't think. Like, at least I didn't right. really pay attention to that. Uh, that was actually yeah. one of the leaked scenes. Uh, the, uh, the big leak that they had a few days before the release yep. and that's was, one that him I saw. Putting, was him putting the... That, in gaunt, that gauntlet on. Yeah. 
But he puts the gauntlet on, he snaps, and it's like, yes, everybody's back. And then what comes through the time machine but the friggin' huge ship of Thanos that I don't remember the name of that I was like, how in the world did that thing fit in the quantum realm or <laughs> like what? I don't understand. Cause is, uh, is Sanctuary 2. Yeah, is Sanctuary 2. However it got through, it gets through, pops out the top, destroys everything, and just bombards the Avengers. Uh, and I don't know about you guys, but at this point I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? This is even with knowing the spoilers that I knew. Uh, this is where I feel like the the movie went on hyperdrive. And from there, it was crazy. So, we have the main battle where everybody joins. But before we get to that, Ronnie, the pre-battle coming up where it's just Thanos and some of his henchmen against the people that got hit with the rockets. What 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 scenes, what fights, what things that happened? Wait a minute. What do you mean the people that got hit with the rockets? Like like they're they're in the building, Hulk snapped, and then so the like, Sanctuary 2 pops up Clint. and shoots everybody. There's Clint, there's Hulk, there's Captain America, Iron Man. Like the original Avengers. The original Avengers pretty much. Everybody that's not that didn't get snapped before, they're there and they've just gotten shot with a bunch of rockets from Sanctuary 2. And then Thanos comes down and says, find the gauntlet, and then he sits and waits. He sits and waits. And that's when the original three. Oh, gotcha! Like they're actually watching the movie, like actually sitting. So down this there. is like, yeah, this is like the pre-battle battle. What did you guys, Ronnie? Starting with Ronnie, what did you think of the pre-battle battle against Thanos? Uh, I actually thought it was pretty cool. I kind of like how they um, like separated them into like different battles with different people. So the like, I don't know Than- Thanos henchman's name, but the taller like woman is that where she was fighting? Um, or was that the end of Infinity War? I watched Infinity War this week too, so <laughs> those two it's all, together. It's all running together. Really mix. Now somebody else take this part. Alright. I think at this point so just focusing on Thanos versus the big three, what did you guys think of that fight? Is this where he's this is where he's sitting down without the glove. Yes. And they're like, well, he doesn't have, have the glove. Right yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. And they're like, let's take him. That was pretty cool, but that was like I know, like obviously, like Thanos is very powerful and everything, but that right there is like, I don't know, just kind of displays like how powerful he actually is. Like he's yeah. taking on basically like these top three guys. You'd think these guys are going to mm-hmm. tear him up, and he tears them apart. Fat Thor <laughs> and normal human uh, Captain America and Tony well, not Stark. Not quite normal, but. I know, is, right? Is this the part where the uh, hammer goes to Captain America? Thank you. That is the most incredible section of that, that fight. Was so cool, dude! When <laughs> when that hammer goes into Captain America's hands and he has his shield in his other hand, and Thor's like, "I knew it!" and then he goes nuts on Thanos. I went. Oh, crazy. he's like he's like throwing the shield up and hitting it with the hammer and the oh, Thanos and the, stuff. the combo so moves. Cool. Yeah, it was incredible. What'd you guys think of that fight scene? Well, that was absolutely amazing, and the fact that number one, Thor has Mjolnir again, um, which I don't know, we didn't touch upon. Oh, we didn't touch on that. That was crazy that he ended up with both. He's like, I'm still worthy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, the fact that Thor has Mjolnir and Stormbreaker back, and now the fact that Steve Rogers is worthy, and the fact that he was able to, to wield both Mjolnir and and his his iconic shield and do all sorts of crazy stuff like Marvel does an incredible job of just 
incredible fight choreography. Um, just trying to figure out cool ways of doing stuff. <laughs> um, but even then, like Thanos was just overly formidable. Um, and then of course, you know, um, Clint's got the, uh, got the gauntlet and he's trying to keep it away from, um, you know, those minion things. Creeper minion creatures. Yeah. It, it is funny. Like some of the people like carrying the gauntlet, like through the battle, like the first one is like Clint, like, okay. The most normal guy <laughs> with like hardly any powers is running away. Like he's the one that they've entrusted to hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, he kind of didn't have a choice at that point because he Pick found his baby it. up and take off with it. <laughs> yeah. So Thor and Iron Man are down. Cap is getting up, and then the cavalry arrives. They're trying to get the gauntlet away from <clears throat> Thor. Or, dang it, I keep missing up Thor and Thanos. Trying to get the gauntlet away from Thanos. Uh, what'd you guys think of that entrance of everybody finally coming in? Well, oh man, it was. Oh, they. This whole movie is all like callbacks, fan service. Yep. They little totally. things, you know. If, if you watched all twenty-one movies, uh, there are small things that you know those those people would get. Mm-hmm. And when Doctor Strange opened those portals, uh. and all of those people come in, and the first one that you hear is Falcon, and he says, "On your left." Yeah. And when he says on your left, I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie is so good. This they so good. They pull in so many fan service things from the from the past movies that it was just like, ah, oh, this is this is awesome. And then all every single one of those um, characters from Wakanda just start walking Ibombe. through, and you see see all of them. Yeah, right. Ebombe. <laughs> now one well, thing first, I thought was cool before everybody came through the portals is like Captain America like stood up. And turned around like, well, I'm fighting this whole army. <laughs> yeah, you know what and I mean. He like, tightens the belt on his shield. shield. He's there. like, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Let's yeah, do yeah. this. I could do this all day. Yeah, <laughs> do it all day. I was waiting for him to say that. He didn't, but yeah, I was waiting yeah. for him to do it. Which that quick, when he was getting up so slowly. Quick throwback when you know they time travel and he goes through the battle. They go to the battle of New York and Captain America ends up fighting, <laughs> fighting himself. himself. Yeah, and and. Older Cap, like the 2012 Cap, thinks it's Loki that he's fighting. Yeah. And yeah. He's like, I he's, can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know you can. <laughs> You're me. But the comment yeah, that he funny. made when he walked away. Well, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was an awesome reference. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, back but, to the big big battle. Go ahead. Yeah, big battle. Um, so, yeah, it was insane. Like, everybody was there. Um, and including, uh, Pepper in, yeah. um, in Iron Woman. Yes. AKA rescue. It's a rescue suit. Oh, um, it was a rescue. Yeah. That's what, See, that's what I they call like it that, in the I comics. I, I was like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Like, I, I was also that. surprised by that. Yeah. I didn't know that that was like even going to happen. I, like I realized now, like the foreshadowing a little bit in the movie with the helmet at the beginning and stuff. Yeah. And like, he she doesn't like anything I buy her to wear. I get her or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So like I guess I, I kind of foreshadowed it like a little bit, but like you just totally didn't expect it, and out of nowhere, like her face mask like opens up, and you're like, oh, oh, oh crap! Like, all right, they really got everybody. <laughs> yeah, I especially liked uh, Valkyrie, the Valkyrie with her Pegasus, like oh, flying yeah. through with her horse back from like four thousand years sweet. ago or twenty thousand years ago. I was like, where did she get the Pegasus? Yeah, just like <laughs> and running it just... blades through the ships. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. That was nuts. And then Spidey and Iron Man share a hug at the beginning of the battle. 
That was oh yeah, that I was mean like so oh. nice. Yeah, he comes in. He's he's like I thought I, I fainted. I woke up. You weren't there. I just know what was going on. And then Doctors. Tony just hugs yeah. him. Yeah. Just oh, this hugs is him. nice. <laughs> and he's like, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like such a huge like tender moment after all this action in the middle of all this action, and it's just like oh, man, it was like one of those moments where you started to get emotional again. Yeah, like, man, you know like. Tony was so sad when Peter had dusted oh, away yeah. and then he's back. And so he's, you know, he was very emotional in that sense. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. And, and like, like I told you guys earlier, we're in a college town. It's opening night. I always love going to opening nights for these type of movies because of the excitement and the, just the, the atmosphere um, that is in the theater when these movies are happening. And like, just hearing the absolute roars from the crowd, like when people start showing up, and then when um, Cap gets Mjolnir, and he finally gets to say that that iconic line, "Avengers assemble,", assemble. and yep. everybody went, "Yeah!" <laughs> and, and it was just incredible. And like I, I teared up in that moment. And my wife turns, Kristen turns to me, and she says, "Are you okay? What's going on?" I'm like. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally watching a Marvel comic come to life. Uh, I was doing um, the same exact thing, man. And and yeah, getting to see a lot of the the just emotional moments of of reunions and stuff. Um even like the little ones like, you know, between um Scott and Hope um knowing that that she's back. Yep. Um and Ant-Man and that kind and the of Wasp. Stuff. Yep. And and she calls and she calls him Cap, which she totally gave him crap about him calling Captain America Cap in yep. Man of the Wasp, and and she calls him Cap. So it was just nice little moments, nice little tie-ins like that. They're all about subtle little Easter egg tie-ins, and I love it. Yeah, that that battle was crazy good. Uh, not just because of you know all the things we talked about. Uh, I loved when Ant Man like just totally stepped on one of those huge troll looking things, like it was just a toy. Um, but as Ronnie alluded to, uh, it quickly became a four by four relay when they started handing off the gauntlet to get it to Ant Man. And uh, like you said, man, it was so funny. I was like, why are they starting with Hawkeye? Because he is such the normal guy he can't run fast then they give it to black panther then they give it to spidey uh and the spidey the spidey one was funny he's like i got it i got it he's like i don't got it i don't got it i don't got it (laughs) and then and then he does the the callback from uh spider-man homecoming where he's got the the iron man spider suit uh you know he's he has re you know like um altered so he can access all the features and one of them was like instant kill yep. mode. He's and he's talking to that you know like Jarvis like uh, lady voice. Yeah. And he's like, "What am I? What am I ever going to use instant kill mode? Turn it off. Turn it off." And then he uses yep. it as he's running with so the gauntlet. Cool. And he's like instant kill mode. I'm like ah, so good, so good. And then and then, and then all of a sudden, you know, Sanctuary Two. All of a sudden, their guns just shoot, just way up in the sky, and and we were like, "What's going on?" And they're like all f- concentrating their fire and like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, you see this beam of light just shoot right through the ship. And you're like, oh, it's Captain Marvel. Oh, it's on now. <laughs> yeah, it is. She destroys the ship just like in Captain Marvel, the the other one. Yeah. And uh, man, that was that was crazy. And then of course, what kind of led to that was uh, Scarlet Witch wrecking shop with Thanos when she picked him up. 
and was like peeling off his armor, I was like, dude, she is ticked. Like, I, I literally said out loud in the theater, get him, Wanda. <laughs> get him, Wanda. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and then, so then we have a little fight between Thanos and uh, Captain Marvel to kind of lead into that little uh, interaction. Travis Popsicle said, uh, do you think Captain Marvel is overpowered going forward? It basically took an infinity stone for Thanos to do something to her, which was an awesome scene. She seems to be on a Superman kind of level. I want to see Fat Thor fight her. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a sight. But yeah, like Thanos punches Captain Marvel in the head with his regular fist, and it's like, tunk, it doesn't do anything. And then he pops a power stone out that they're trying to wrestle from each other, and then he punches her. What'd you guys think of that? What do you guys think of Captain Marvel? Yeah, I agree with uh, with Travis, uh, where where she seems a little overpowered, just like Superman. I mean, yeah. other I, I don't I don't know her Kryptonite. Really. Yeah, they haven't revealed I mean, it yet. Superman has a Kryptonite. I don't know I don't know what her weakness is. Yeah, um, and so yeah, she can she can go toe to toe. It was it was nice where she was off in some other galaxy, some other world because there's a lot of other worlds. She had mentioned it. There's other worlds that need to be taken care of than Earth. Yeah. So she's off helping others. And um, so it was nice that she was away for most of the movie because, I mean, she could just come in just like Superman and just wreck shop, win, and then that's the, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see if he, uh, how she is going to be in involved in future yeah, movies. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I think overpowered, probably. Overused. No. Because they used her right. at just the right moments yeah. where they right. needed to have that. Um, yeah. But it's not. she's not like the catch-all um, for everything. Um, I think, honestly, she may be the leader of the Avengers going forward. Yeah. Um, it's possible. If they do make any more Avengers movies, uh, I don't know if they're going to just stop and just focus on other types of... Um, other types of team ups or whatever, yeah. um, or if like, they will make I, one. I feel like there is going to be another one, and the only reason I say that is because right at the end they show Nick Fury, like after everybody yeah. else, like he's out there, yeah, just by himself. It's like that's yeah, kind of gave you that feeling, you know. Yeah, they're de- they definitely overall they left more people uh, alive at, by the end of the movie than I thought they would. Mm-hmm. But yeah. speaking of those not alive, the final part of the battle. Thanos versus Iron Man. What did you guys think so of cool that? How it came down to that though, for oh, real. Like, yeah. Just Thanos, this overpowering like being against Tony Stark, a man like in a in a suit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So cool how it came down to that. Yeah. And then when when Thanos, I mean, like Thanos says, "I am inevitable," and then he snaps. Yeah. And then he looks at his gauntlet, and all the stones yeah. are gone. He looks over at Tony and he's got his gauntlet yep. on with all the stones and he just looks at Thanos and says, you know, the last words. He's like, I am Iron Man. And I'm like, oh yep. my gosh, they brought it all the way back from the first movie. He says, I am Iron Man again. Yep. And snaps. So good. And just like I I don't I don't I don't know how the gauntlet works. Do you just, do you just like think about what you I want think to it happen? is. That's what I read. That, mm-hmm. The snap is just like yeah, a okay. 
it's a physical representation of it, you telling it to do what you want it to do. Yep. And that's kind of why yeah, they were so. like trying to remind the Hulk of like what to do before he put the gauntlet on. Like yeah. in the movie, weren't they talking to him about uh, like remembering what, like remembering all the details or something like that? Right. Yeah. Cause it's based off what you're thinking. Yeah. 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 He was talking about like, yeah, undo what happened to all those people. But Tony was like, don't undo the last five years because he was, he was caring about his family. And then also he tried to, to will back Nat, um, yeah. Black Widow, and he couldn't do it. Right, yeah. Um, but um, I, I thought it was it kind of struck me funny, but I was like, okay, whatever. The fact that, you know, Doctor Strange is back and he's talking to Tony. And he's like, you know, 14 million outcomes. Is, is this how it goes down? And he's like, if I told you, it wouldn't happen. And then yep. when he's fighting Thanos... You see him conjuring up his stuff, and all of a sudden you see him put up the one little one finger. finger. Yep. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like well, Time to do it. Aren't you kind of telling him? <laughs> yeah. But whatever. It, was, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, um, it was kind of a cool scene. Yeah. Yeah, that little connection between Doctor Strange and... Uh, I loved it, even though I saw the stupid gif that showed <laughs> Iron Man with the gauntlet. It and still you know, was just incredible. You know what's funny is, um, uh, like, if you reference back to was it Infinity Wars, like, Doctor Strange uh, gave up the stone and saved Tony's life. Yep. Like just kind of was... like go full circle back to the whole thing. Like Tony Stark was basically the way they won. Yeah, he pretty much was because after Thanos faced everybody that he faced, he still had the Infinity Stones again. And then Tony just did the old switcheroo. How did switched they out do the that? Infinity they never stones. really like went into detail, right? Like Tony's like Tony's gauntlet didn't pull the stones from the other gauntlet, did it? I think they did. I I think because he had the he had the setup on his own. Like Thanos had the the old gauntlet that Hulk had yeah. used to snap, so that one was kind of broken. So I think it had a weaker pull on the stones. So in Tony's, he also had the setup that would attract it, and I think that's what he did. He just kind of took his Wrist shoved it against Thanos, Thanos's wrist, stole it back, and that was it. Yeah, dude, that ending was awesome. Like that so, was such a cool, like, so good. Scene. Yeah, and then when after he snaps and he's like laying there, his whole right oh, side is toasted. Just it's all like to- yeah, burnt toasted. to a crisp. And he's just like sitting there, and you know, Pepper, she gets up up close to him and and pretty much says, "Now you can rest." Yeah bring it back to that conversation that they yep. had on the couch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey, Dang. what? Wow, what an emotional ride for, for Tony. What an arc. What an arc. For Tony. Tony, he's, he started as, you know, just this egotistical dude. Like, he's smarter than everyone. You know, he's he was supposed to give this speech and, about what happened, right. and he just he just says, I'm Iron Man. You know, he, he wants to be the center of attention. Um, and... It just like he changed his whole life had changed especially with his past five years yep. you know with having a family and wanting his family and wanting his daughter to grow up in a world where you know it was it was good not the devastation i also feel like they slowly when, built up to that like with so many characters like so many characters were like very selfish at the very beginning and like like thor yeah like too. thor like dr strange was the same way like yep. all these guys like came full circle to where they could like basically work together at the very end and become like completely, I don't know, I guess like selfless. Yeah. Selfless heroes. Definitely. 
And so uh, Iron Man just kind of seals things up, puts the bow on top of the present. Avengers win. Uh, Thanos and the rest of his minions turn into dust, just like the good guys happen to the good guys at the end of Infinity War. Um, Tony dies. They go to the funeral. Um, uh, One of the things that I really noticed from the funeral was uh, just all the characters being there, paying their respects. It felt like they were paying their respects not just to Iron Man, but to Robert Downey Good Jr. Robert Downey Good Jr. Good. Is that, did I say his name right? Robert Downey Jr. You're confusing Robert Downey his Jr. name with Robert Daryl Good Jr. <laughs> oh, Robert Daryl Good Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., yes. I felt like they were paying respects both to the character and the actor because I think it was kind of understood that he's done, uh, that he's done his part, that he's moving on. Uh, that he'll no longer be Tony Stark's in future films. Um, but I thought it was really cool, them paying their respects. Uh, did you guys... There's one thing that I noticed in the final funeral scene. Uh, did you guys see the random teenager that was towards the back? And he wasn't random. And he wasn't random, but he looked like a random teenager? He did, yeah. Did you do your research on that, I uh, Mark? I did. Did they, did they have like a hood up or something? No. No, he just had a suit on. He looked like just a teenage kid. You haven't seen Iron Man 3 yet, have you? No, I think I probably assumed that was Spider-Man. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. I've seen Iron Man 3, and I didn't recognize this character. Yeah, he's much much older now, so it's kind of hard to recognize him. Yeah, I had to look it up myself. I was like, who was that guy? Yep. I was like, oh, it's the kid from Iron Man 3. Harley Keener from Iron Man 3, the kid that helps... Save Iron Man in his garage. I know, because we had a connection. (laughs) Now, uh, like I I have said throughout this spoiler cast, this is a very emotional movie. And throughout the entire movie, I had not shed a tear. I had not welled up. You know, I felt like I felt some emotion, you know, you know, just like at the surface. It had it had it hadn't revealed itself Uh yet. And, but the biggest part that, uh, emotional part in this movie was when happy Mm. was sitting on the bench on the porch with Morgan. And, uh, she says, she says, I want a cheeseburger and happy is talking about how good of a guy Tony was and just says, I'm going to get you all the cheeseburger cheeseburgers you want. And at that point, you know, again, as a dad, um, totally. If I had a if I had a buddy that would watch over my daughter for me and just was going to be you know be able to talk to that my daughter um, like that and take care of my daughter, yeah. I'm like that's when that's when the emotion finally hit me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's dead and he left behind a family, yeah. and that's when a tear had just gone gone down my face. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. And it was like. I can't believe this movie this movie made me shed a tear like wow like this is so good. And that scene what a callback to also again Iron Man 1 where he gets rescued from the desert and he asks for a cheeseburger and he's eating a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. I was like not oh. what you think. <laughs> and Patrick that totally hit me as a dad too. I mean overall in this movie every parent and child interaction Stark's uh Thor with his mom like it totally hit me in the feels every time, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yep, loved it. Love, 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 love. So after the funeral, 
Uh, they have to return the Infinity Stones. And who better than to return the Infinity Stones than Captain Bleepin' America? <laughs> so, he returns the Infinity Stones. I, I don't, I don't, at this point, you know, like, I have suspended all of my discipline. <laughs> that is like, correct. I'm just going to go with it. This is, this is good. You know, like, okay, you know, I'm going to go with it. And, you know, it took, it took several <laughs> Avengers yeah. to get the In Infinity different Stones. time periods. They're going to send one person back to to get to put these infinity stones back to their rightful yeah, place like i thought that was a, such a stretch how in the world is he going to do this and it and it didn't make any sense to me at the time because i mean like the one of the infinity stones was a cube the tesseract was a cube and he's just bringing it back like here's a pebble <laughs> yeah you know, it's like, been shattered <laughs> well the same with the uh, scepter yeah, like, uh, the mind stone it wasn't in the yeah, scepter anymore like how's he going to get Right, right. I, I, I didn't, I didn't understand how he was gonna put them. You know, back. when I had that feeling, like he's gonna put it in the ma- in the mail, put it in the <laughs> envelope, like, hey, uh, dressed to Nick Fury yeah. or something like that. Like, dressed to Red Skull guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Soul Stone. How do you get that back? Carrier pigeon up there. <laughs> the one, the one part of the movie that I kind of had a similar reaction, just to where it's like, wait a minute, is. So Doctor Strange opens the portals, right? Everybody marches out. Everybody. And I'm thinking to myself, they all just fought a battle. They've got to be, like, pissed that they got to fight another major <laughs> battle. It's only been, like, ten just seconds. Just got in done world. doing this. All right, we won this one. Let's go fight this other huge army. All right. Everybody's like, yeah. woo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There will be so many confused people yeah, that, that they're just like, oh, I was going to go home, but like, I guess I, I'm going like, to fight. I wish they would have done some kind of funny, like, brief introduction. Hey. You guys have all been dead for five years. We just brought you all back. There's another huge battle over here. We're just going to need you all to calm down. No complaining. Everybody get out there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Doctor Strange uses mind powers to talk to all of them and get them all up to speed. I guess. I guess so. (laughs) Something like that. But when I think when you see like the first portal open up and you see him walking like from Wakanda, you're like, oh man, this is everybody coming through. Like everybody was at the battle. Everybody, uh, yeah, they had pretty much every single character. Yeah. So with Cap going back, he returns the well. He's supposed to return the Infinity Stones and then come back five minutes later or five seconds later, and he doesn't. And then they look over towards a lake and they see an old man sitting there. And who is that old man? Captain America. Basically, he find- would have had to remember that spot for like fifty <laughs> years. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been well, sitting there. He's remember like, finally. to be at that spot. <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I'm gonna make this huge dramatic scene and just sit here on the bench, wait for them to see me through all this entire two I'm hour funeral. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what'd you guys think of all that? I mean, you're that already was, telling us how you think of really it, but cool. I thought it was a really cool ending to that story. Yeah, because it's like yeah. you know everybody's kind of bummed that like oh that means kind of the end of Captain America, but it's also like he ended like on a really happy note, right? Yeah, he goes he back got to and be gets with to live Peggy. the life that he always wanted to live. Yeah. So, and I want to go. I want to go back to the uh, our pre end game predictions. Oh from yes, last week. I was going to ask you about Lucas, that, Lucas. So I had I had listened to this, and and we had we got some we got a few things right. We got some things wrong, but one of the biggest ones was Lucas when you said that Captain America is going to stay in the past and live his life with yes. Peggy. And I'm like, 
I couldn't oh believe it. Oh my gosh, what a prediction. Shout outs, and you shout got outs to Gabriel and Melky, my Brazilian buddies who talked to me about that. That was that was a huge I couldn't believe it. When it happened, I was like, What? I mean, I suspended all disbelief, but when he was taking the Infinity Stones by himself, I was like, Oh my gosh, they were right. He is gonna go back and stay with Peggy. And when he didn't come back, I was like, Man, that's just he deserved it. Like, I don't care like how uh, how that, you know, how not believable it was that he could take all his Infinity Stones by himself, that he could somehow, like, even in the whole time, the time rules that they established, like, going in the past was not supposed to change the present. Uh, and just all the things that got, the rules that got broken, I didn't care. He got to be with Peggy, and he got to have that dance, and that was, I thought that was such a cool yeah. end to his arc. Awesome. Yeah, that was a big one. What other ones did, were there any others that you noted from listening that we got right, or we got... I know I said Captain America might die, but that didn't work out. Well, I mean, we we had said that uh, Iron Man was gonna die, yeah, yeah you and said. Uh, Captain America was going to die. I mean, like he died in a sense, yeah. where he's where he went back in time and he never came back. Right. Well, he came back and is an old, old man, man kind of thing. But um, but that was what that was one. Um, we said we said that uh, that no one from the Guardians of the Galaxy crew was gonna die. Um, other than Gamora. Oh, but how about bringing uh, Gamora she, back through her past self? I thought that was a cool thing. So now they're trying to find yeah, her. Yeah, and that whole the whole scene <laughs> with uh, Star Lord, just like you missed me the first time, but I the second you. time you got both of them. <laughs> just knees him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, the best part, she's like, "This one seriously?" She's like, "It was either that. It was either a rat or a tree or something like that." Yeah, it's like a. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently that's yeah. gonna be the theme of. Guardians Three is them going because apparently Gamora pieced out. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and so now they got to find her. Now they got to find her, and they and got a new member. Thor, yes, is I part love of that. the Guardians. Yes, the, Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Loved it. <laughs> I love the whole discussion him. about who's in charge. Oh my gosh, that was so yeah, fun. you're in charge. <laughs> now, I will say you're in charge. I will say one yeah. prediction I got right. <clears throat> Was that there would be a passing of the baton, passing of the, tor- yep. the torch? True. And there was certainly there were a, a number passing of, of the torch, right? Um, where, you know, obviously Sam Falcon comes over and, and talks to 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 Steve, and he's like, and he and first off, he sees that he's got a ring on, so obviously he married Peggy. And he's like, you want to tell me about her? And I just love his blunt. His just stops and no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I will. None your business. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, he's like, and, and there's another matter of business. He's well. He was like, I, I can't believe I'm not gonna be fighting with. There's not. I'm not gonna live in a world with Captain America. And he's like, well, funny you should say that. And he pulls out this nice, nice looking Captain America shield and hands it to Sam. And uh, that's a big deal. That's totally a big that's deal. A huge deal. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, Disney Plus is doing their streaming thing with um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'm wondering if this is going to be a post-passing of the torch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, is he going to be now, is he going to be like Captain Falcon or Falcon Falcon of America? (laughs) You know, how can you replace the butt of America? America? I love that. I love that joke, too. Falcon. That's a, that's truly America's butt. Is that how they called it when they were talking about uh, 
Captain yes. America in his outfit. And I love how Steve is like, he looks down at his own butt. Yeah. He's like, that is America's butt. <laughs> That's right. That is America's butt. Yeah. The only thing I'm skeptical about with Falcon is, are they going to give him some kind of super serum? Because he's just a normal dude. And yeah. he's going to use that shield. And sure, that shield's going to be awesome and protect him. But it's going to shatter his arm because he doesn't have super arms. He's just a normal dude. True. So I'm a little, I'm I'm intrigued to see what will happen. Probably got some kind of ridiculous Tony Stark outfit that pops out of it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So it covers him. So, um, did you guys have any final thoughts on the movie? Endgame? Do you guys think it's going to make $3 billion? I think so. Yes. The it fact will. that it made... It's going to be the biggest everything. movie of all time. The fact that it yeah. made $1.2 billion in four days? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Five, five days. days, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, um, close enough. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever man. Infinity Four or five was, days had had the record at like six hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> or six hundred and fifty yeah. million uh, in five days, and uh, Infinity War just blows that record out of the water by almost two times. I know so many people going to see days. it twice and three times. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I have not seen it with my family yet, so. That's probably going to happen. So, yeah, I'll be doing repeat watchings for sure. Yeah, one of my buddies that yep. went with us on Tuesday night had already seen it. He went, I think, like on Friday of last week, and he was like so ready to go see it again. I honestly yeah. want to see it again, too, because there's so much that happened. I do, too. So, so much. much. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, to close things out, I thought it would be good for us to look ahead and to inspire a little bit of looking ahead conversation, we are going to listen to a little voicemail from our very own Barnaby Butters, who left us not one, not two, not ten, <laughs> but twelve voicemails. <laughs> which spoilers, sorry Barnaby, we're not going to play all of them, but we will share one of them and have a nice little conversation about looking ahead in the post-Endgame MCU era, Phase 4. Other things that have been announced for the future is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a series. But when they ask Anthony McKee, they say, like, oh, no, no, that's not right. So now I'm thinking it's going to be Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, and they're going to tell the story of how Falcon or Anthony McKee uh, gets to don the, the shield and make that transition. Maybe they will explain also in one of these series uh, the decision of Chris Evans to stay or uh, the Steve Rogers to stay back and how he come up with the second shield. Another one is Wanda Ambition. That they say there's going to be a series in there. And there is a movie state for Black Widow, but that one seems to be a prequel that is going to be after Avengers 2012. So it's going to be interesting to see um, she can explore some of her past, but which past uh, or which time are they going to go? Which brings me to possible conflict that is going to happen in there. I think the next main villain is going to be the Conqueror. The Conqueror, the Conqueror. Uh, he's the main Avengers villain in the comics. He's from the far future and comes back to the present timeline because. The timeline where he's from uh, got changed by things that the Avengers have done, so he needs to erase those. So I think that's part of the thing that is going to be explored. Uh, different timelines, Congress and Keter, 
uh, conqueror, uh, things like that is going to happen in there. Another thing that might be there is a justification for mutants' existence. We know now in humans exist that they are half Cree, uh, half human. Um, we know that in humans in there, uh, we know that there was some uh, mutant thing happening. But I think they were going to be introduced as one of these timeline variations, uh, which will bring a reboot from the X-Men and all those situations. What I would like is to acknowledge, what I would like them to do is to have um, the existing ones as a parallel timeline or something that happened because of these multiple timelines that were created. Uh, but we'll see what happens. And I hope you enjoy my 10-part review spoiler <laughs> for for this. Can't wait to hear what you guys think. Have a good day. All right, Barnaby, thank you so much for those those thoughts about looking ahead. So do you guys have any comments about what Barnaby had to say? Uh, do you have your own predictions for what's in the Phase 4 and beyond? Yeah, I definitely think... Um, I, like we just talked about, um, hopefully this... Falcon Winter uh, Winter Soldier thing will maybe sort of go into his life as Captain America now. Um, who knows? Um, I think I think the Black Widow movie will probably go farther back, like her her conditioning uh, in was it Russia, I believe. Yeah. Um, and how she came about being the Black Widow. I think there's a lot of story to tell there. Um, so I think they'll go back that far. Whether they'll pull Kang the Conqueror, I guess that's a possibility um, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it could be Kang the Conqueror or it could be possibly Galactus. Um, I think he's, you know, a, a bigger bad that they could be going after. Right. Um, and um, I think with, with the mutants, they've kind of technically introduced mutants already because technically um scarlet witch and quicksilver are mutants right they just couldn't say mutants because at yeah. the time fox had the rights now they can um, now. so now they can so i for sure believe that they're going to introduce the x-men and the fantastic four in some way um and marvel will finally do the fantastic four the right way <laughs> that would be very nice. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of agree with uh, with um, the uh, Conqueror. Is that K Kang? Kang. Kang. Kang, the Conqueror, um, and because he was, he's like the the villain of time. Yep. You know, totally and, makes sense. Uh, Avengers messed with time, so could he be the the main villain in the next phase or the next three phases? Uh, maybe uh, there's going to be some other smaller, um, uh, well, not smaller, but not like the big villains like like Galactus. Galactus could be like the main final villain, like Thanos was uh, for the first three phases. But we're gonna, we're gonna, I mean, now that we have X Men, we're gonna a whole new slew of uh, of villains. Yeah, a whole uh, bunch they of villains can tap into like like Doctor Doom um, is one of the big ones. You know, especially if they're gonna reboot the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, who's going to be in that? Um, 
but yeah, like I, I think I think Doctor Doom, uh, Kang, and uh, Galactus are going to be some of the villains that are going to be in the next few phases. Yeah, because I don't think they're going to stop. No, you definitely know, like, not. No, like well, one of one of the things I think that's going to happen is there's going to be like a um, a female uh, Avengers uh, squad um, with like Pepper Potts and um, uh, who's like um, the Wasp. There's yeah. like, they're going to have. Um, who's that? Uh, the one with the Pegasus. What's her uh, name? I just call her the. Um, what is it? Valkyrie. Yeah, I just Valkyrie, call her the Valkyrie. Yeah, like Valkyrie. She has a name, the, but know, I don't remember. I feel like there's going to be something like that where they're going to they're going they're going to throw in uh, these characters that have had had little smaller yeah. roles, but throw them into the limelight now because, I mean, we lost Captain America and Tony Stark. You know who's who's going to. Yeah, lead, and I mean Captain know, like, America. He's done. He's an old man now, so he's he's yeah, handed off uh-huh. his shield. Hey, shout out to the to the women heroes, the female heroes that uh, all showed up during Endgame at the same time to awesome to just forge so ahead. Awesome, and I felt like that was like a little foreshadowing. Like, hey, you're gonna get more yeah. of this yeah. later. Ronnie, I'm you gonna, got? Any, oh no, go ahead, Mark. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and I promise I have nothing like. Putting more female heroes, totally on board with that. But honestly, that particular part felt a little shoehorned, in my opinion. Yeah, it felt kind of forced. Um, it was kind of like my wife and I both. It kind of was like, oh, okay, really? Okay, well, I guess we'll go with it. It just felt kind of shoehorned in there. Like, okay, let's put all the ladies in front. Um, so it was kind of, to me, that kind of came off a little weird. It wasn't, it wasn't a big deal or anything, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Ronnie, do you have any predictions? Um, based off your vast knowledge of comic books (laughs) and Marvel lore? Because I don't have as much of a reference of all the different storylines. Um, but I've also not seen Iron Man three, but until you guys had said like, you know, that kid standing back there at the funeral, I was thinking to myself, like, wouldn't it be kind of cool if, uh, something became of like Tony Stark's daughter, you know what I mean? Mm. Or something like that. Cause I mean, you know, like if, if that story continues at all with that family, like she's obviously going to be a genius and probably extremely smart. Yeah. So a cheeseburger lover, just like her dad. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel like based off of the time travel and in game, kind of like Patrick said, and of course, Barnaby Butters said, uh, I definitely think the repercussions of them messing with time is going to come up. Um, one thing that I kind of have a little prediction that I think they alluded to Loki coming back, uh, just because when they went to the past and Loki disappeared with the space, uh, the Space Infinity Stone, uh, and then Tony and Captain America jumped back to the 70s to get another version of the Infinity Stone, uh, the Space Infinity Stone. They never dealt with Loki disappearing like that. And so he kind of, at that point, goes off the grid. Um, and I'm kind of curious to know right. what happens because of that, or if that plays, maybe it won't play anything into it, but he's unaccounted for. Like, he disappeared, and that kind of changed that 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 universe or that time's uh, dealing with Loki, like he was, he was loyal to Thanos or kind of wanting to rule the world or rule the universe. So, 
I'm interested to see if anything comes from that. And he's getting his own show too. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Maybe it'll be based on that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know what I thought was uh, something I thought about with Captain America specifically and staying back in time and living that life. Doesn't that mean there's two Captain Americas now? That's yeah. correct. I right? wondered that too. <laughs> yeah. So, like, in all honesty, like, his character isn't necessarily gone then. Depends on the series of events that happen in the other character's life, right? The one from the past. I, if he takes the same path, I mean, he might not actually I, be gone, right? Well, I think based on that present, it's only him again. But there is a time where him going in the past, then there's two Captain Americas. Yeah, there's one in the ice, and then there's one. Yeah, one in the ice, and then him with Peggy, and then they kind of... And I wonder, like, what he's doing during all that time. Like, if he just lived his life with Peggy, was he just, like, watching on TV or hearing about Captain America doing this? Like, how is he even hiding? Yeah, the whole, like, him living his life with Peggy is... It's better that they just let them dance, and we just imagine they had a nice life together. But it sounds really complicated (laughs) when it... There's a lot of questions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, are. there are definitely a lot of questions. I just thought but. when that happened, I thought, okay, now there has to be two of them because he went from the future back to live that life. So it would be a duplicate of him no different than when he fought the duplicate of himself. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's time travel <clears throat> stuff to just folding in on itself. <laughs> go ahead and kill himself. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, and I think I think they're gonna go with Fantastic. Like I don't know that they can introduce Fantastic Four and X Men at the same time. So I feel like they would go to Fantastic Four first, and then maybe let a little more time go between introducing the X Men and mutants. Because this year X Men Dark Phoenix is supposed to come out, and that's the last of that series. I wonder if they want to space it out, kind of separate yeah, think, themselves from it. I think legally they have to. They have to wait at least two plus years before they can do anything with the X-Men. Yeah. So. Hmm. But we'll see. We will see. That's for sure. I'm excited. Phase four, bring it. Let's see what's going to come. I think it's just going to keep, keep going and keep being good because they've just, they got some good writers, good directors, good people running the show over there. Uh, You guys have any final thoughts on in-game, on, the Infinity Saga, as it's called now, the official Infinity the, uh, Saga is the over. Last mo- the last movie of Phase Three is Spider-Man, which comes yeah, out in a true. couple months. So that is really the now, end. Now is that of the phase. end of the phase? And I thought it was I the think... beginning of Phase Four. Yeah, there. No, it's, it's the, the end. end. Yeah, it's the okay. last. Yeah. it's the last movie. So uh, that movie is going to have Mysterio as the yep. main villain of that movie, but. I'm assuming because in this movie there was no there was no post credit scenes any mid credit right, scenes. That's true. Um, it was just like, hey, this is the end. And I kind of thought that they were they were they weren't going to detract from the saga that they had just told. Uh, there's no they they didn't want to say, hey, this is what's going to happen in the future. I think they're going to do that in the end of Spider-Man in the post credits. Yeah. They're going to reveal who is the big yeah. villain, who is the next villain that's going to take them into the next phase. Mm. So that's I mean like that's we'll, we're going to have to we'll have to wait, but it's not we'll yeah, it's not that, that far away. To find that's out true. Who that is yeah, it's exciting. Faux show. All right, well. That's all for this in-game spoiling morning. Feel free to leave us a positive but honest review and rating on iTunes if you have a couple minutes to spare. We still need three more uh, ratings or written reviews for Ronnie to do something crazy. So let your voice be heard.
Also, remember, if you'd like to join in our future episodes or connect with community that are not sure, but not sure how to do so, check out the show notes that have all of our info on our Discord server. It's free and a fun way to connect directly with us in the community. Our personal Twitter handles, the show is at the GMG Podcast. Also, you'll find our email or can even call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Not putting anyone on the spot this time. Call in, leave a message, ask a question like Barnaby Butters did, and you can join us on the show. Leave uh, a message. Leave a message. would be <laughs> It would be fantastic. Beyond that, talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we all bring our own topics to talk about. Should be interesting and totally random. All right then, Pat, Mark, and Ronnie, who for the 28th week in a row has not watched Superman. We're crying on the inside. Oh, and you, our friends and family and listeners, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as we live, work, and a game. One, two, three, four.